Two Friends, Two Murders contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Nobody in an atmosphere like this has any contact with violence or walks in any fear. Except who knows what hides in the private jungle beyond any respectable door. Welcome to Two Friends, Two Murders. Woo woo. Episode 13. Nice. You killed it. You didn't even like struggle. You knew exactly what episode. I'm basically a professional now. (laughs) Just kidding. I listened to our episode like only two days ago, so that's why I know. (laughs) Nice. But just to be clear, this is an episode with two friends talking about two murders, in case you didn't know. And this week we're talking about cults. Not the horses like your mom thought. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Or a head cold. Or a head cold. Colts. Colts. C-U-L-T-S. Yes, there you go. With it maybe Just C-U-L-T-Z, depending on, Colts. You know, the Colts. Yeah, that's how, Colts. Say, how that's how the cool kids say it. Um, Happy Father's Day to all the fathers Aww. out there today. How nice. Happy Shout Father's out to Day. Derek Woodward and <laughs> Kylie's dad. <laughs> What's your dad's name? Uh, William Mark. Oh, that's it. I forgot. Yep. Just I don't think I've ever asked you that. <laughs> no. I'm such a good friend. That's should, all right. We should have done murderous fathers today, but we've already done that, and we just don't plan ahead like that. That's all right. When it happens, it happens, and it's nice, but... I think we need to start looking at, like, weekly holidays or national weekly things. Mm-hmm. Did that make any sense? <laughs> like, National <laughs> Donut Day. Maybe there's murders that had to do with donuts. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Make it specific. What's today? Do we know what today national is, since, like, every day has a national day? No. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Kyle's going to look it up real quick. I have a funny story for you guys. Yes. This week, uh, it's been very sunny slash rainy here in Utah, which I don't know why I always talk about Utah weather. I'm not a weather person, but just so you guys are aware. Well, Cornelis came Corny inside. Corn. Corny Corn the cat came inside a couple nights ago, and I usually give him a good pat down because, you know, you never know what's going to be on him. And there's Ew. something wet on my finger, guys. And I, like, panicked. It was a slug. There was a slug on my finger. Ew. That is so sick. It was disgusting. Don't know why that's important, but I really wanted to share that with you guys. Well, I love that Cornelis just had the slug just chilling on him. And, and was he didn't like, even What's care. What's the problem? He's just like, it's fine. Give me <laughs> like, my slug. Give me my slug. All right, Kelly, what national day is it? I've gotten, like, two different answers. This one says that it's National Smile Power Day. Uh, this other <laughs> calendar says that it's National Turkey Lovers Day. All right. So, so we need smile, to go have some turkey dinner smile, while we're smiling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. So, Speaking of turkey, um, one time we and Kylie were talking about what our famous last meals would be. Oh, yeah. And mine was turkey dinner. Yeah. But 
Really, it was just the mashed potatoes and the just gravy potatoes. with some mac and cheese. I was and just about to say, there's cream. no way you would have a last dinner without mac and cheese. Oh, like, absolutely that not. If they just... can't give me mac and cheese with breadcrumbs on it, oh, then yum. just kill me now. Cubby's has such good mac and oh, cheese. Oh, shout out to Cubby's for their mac and cheese. Delicious. Kylie's last meal was jalapeno poppers and tequila. You know it. So obviously, <laughs> yeah. she, I'm like the comfort stay-at-home lady, and she's the party. Give me the jalapeno poppers. I'm like, I Even want the jalapeno poppers. Even our foods match our personality. They really do. I love it so much. They really do. Um, I'm going to be in Montana next week because it's my birthday. Woo-woo. Well, it's my birthday in the next week, but yeah, means some ladies are going to hang out with my brother who was here last week. Finally getting into your late 20s. Late 20s, here I come. You I was old, thinking. You old as dirt. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was thinking while I'm out there, uh, I'll maybe film the creepy basement for you, Kylie. Yes, please I've never do. been down there, so I might make Austin do it. You could FaceTime me too. That would okay. be fun. I'll FaceTime you. Can you record a FaceTime? Uh, someone tech, reach out to us. Can you record, <laughs> a, record a FaceTime? <laughs> Probably not, but we'll figure out a way. But you guys can still expect a bonus episode to come yes. out next week. We won't we won't be doing a murder, mm-hmm. but we have a bonus episode that we will be putting out. Yep. It's another one of our uh, scary movie yeah, ones, so, it's, so gonna, it's a good one. It's going to be the norm. You'll be fine. Yep. I know you'll miss us. Uh, Kylie and I bought our Jonas Brother tickets. I know. Everyone's so excited for us. I'm so <laughs> excited. I don't know why my S's are so extra. Because you're so excited. That's what I am. We play music at work and every single time one of the like DJ people asks, I say DJ people. <laughs> DJ <It's> people? <laughs> we got to DJ at work. Be jealous. <laughs> it's just like the people that sit next to us and they play music <laughs> off their speakers. So <laughs> I'm going to call them that. Yo, DJ, DJ peeps. Yo, turn DJ on that jams. People. Them Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Every time they're like, what do you guys want to listen to? Me and Aubrey are like, Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Give of a, course. Hit us with some sucker. And then what's his face over there is like Vietnam music. <laughs> <laughs> Vietnam era music. I have this playlist. <laughs> we sit by some weird people. Oh, to each their own, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, so that's not till October, though. Oh, my gosh. We got a long ways. I got Ariana Grande coming up next month. So jealous. I'm going to Backstreet Boys. Ooh, Kylie's got Backstreet Boys. We got Boys. stuff going it's on. It's finally summer. I love summer and I love so it. much. We can finally do things outside. I cannot wait for all the good trips and all the fun stuff. Absolutely. Summer's the best. I agree. So let's talk about some cult murders. Yeah. Oh, so there were cults, right? And yes. so like one of the most like famous ones is Charles Manson, mm-hmm. right? So everybody knows about that. Um, but what I'm really excited for about this is that Quentin Tarantino is coming out with a new movie and it's like about the cult and the actress that the Charles Manson Gold, cult ended yeah. up killing. Killer. I can't remember her name, but... Um, my boy Leonardo My boy. DiCaprio's oh, for in real? it. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen anything about it. What? It's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or something like that. Don't worry, guys. Taking notes. Once upon yeah. <laughs> a time well, in Hollywood. Watch that trailer because it looks good. Huh? Yeah, I haven't heard of that, so I can't wait. Oh, and Margot Robbie is playing the actress. Oh, the, the so, actress that dies. Yes. Huh. So it's got, and I think uh, the other main guy in it is Brad Pitt. So it oh. should be good. It's like a stacked <gasps> cast. Is that your boy? Oh, I love me some uh, Mr. Pitt. Brad Pitt. He is good looking. Good looking. <laughs> That's where we'll leave it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm pretty excited for that. And so. maybe we'll do a bonus episode once it oh, comes out review, talking yeah. about it. Let's do it. Cool beans. 
Um, right. You're first today. I am first, guys. I'm nervous, though, because your and murder sounds like it's going to be, yeah, like... just a heads up that it's very gruesome. This is probably one of the most gruesome ones I've ever done. Okay, so I am talking about the Chicago Ripper Crew. Ripper Crew? Yeah. And like Jack the Ripper? Sure. <laughs> but not him. <laughs> but, like, not him at all. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a satanic cult. Okay. Which I think Kylie... Mine's did that, the, too, about as well. the same. Yeah. So, yeah, satanic cult. I'm going to jump into it fast. There's not a lot of detail about the who stuff. they are because who cares? That's We're all just waiting yeah. for the good, so, gruesome, So that 10 details. minutes that we usually spend explaining who the people are, like, does it really matter? No. It's just, just skip time, it. time consuming. Skip the intro. <laughs> so uh, a little detail behind them. These have been known of one of the most brutal satanic cult murders in the history of the U.S. Holy. Uh, some would say that these crime scenes were the most horrific they had ever seen. So I'm getting nervous. There you go. <laughs> uh, the Ripper crew consisted of four men, and here we go with some names. Okay, because we know I'm yep, good at that. Kill it. You got this. Andrew Corcorellius. Okay, That's Andrew Corcorellius. Thomas Corcorellius. Are these the brothers? There are. They are brothers. Okay, so I don't know. <laughs> like, not no spoilers because I didn't read into them uh-huh. like, hardly at all. Yeah. But they like came up on that. Andrew sounds yes. familiar. He came up on some of my research, but I don't know anything about him. So Kay. hit me with it. Then we got Edward Spretzer. Spretzer, sure. And the cult leader Ron Getch. Okay. Robin Getch. Robin. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Robin Getch, not Ron. <laughs> All right, so we're past the hard part. Yes. Overall, these men were suspected of 18 disappearances of women in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, my gosh. So now I'm going to jump into the story. Let's do it. To give you a little background into who and what the satanic cult was all about, let's go through some bullet points, shall we? <laughs> uh, Getch and his gang allegedly drove around in a van looking for prostitutes to sacrifice in their apartment. Okay. So that was the whole point. They were sacrificing women uh-huh. uh, to Satan, okay. basically. All right. They claimed to have removed the breastesses. The breastesses? Of each victim and ate it <gasps> as Robin read passages of the Satanic Bible. <laughs> my face. <laughs> you can't see my it, face. but oh my God. It has also been said that after severing the breast... They took turns raping the open wound. What? They would then proceed to each masturbate into the breast, chop it up, up. and eat it. Just for a little flavor. Ew, stop, Kylie. You're going to make me throw up. I have, like, such a bad gag reflex. That makes me sick. Wait, no. Okay, so hold up. Is the person still alive during this? Uh, yeah. (gasps) I mean, holy shit! Some of them, yes. Yeah. Some of them, no. Holy uh, shit! Sometimes they would remove the breast before killing them. Uh-huh. Sometimes they would kill them and then remove the breast. Okay. But most women, if your breast is being chopped off, you usually just pass out. Right, right. Like loss of blood. So, should we talk about some of the people they murdered? I don't know how to even get over what you just, just said. Wanted to like but... put that out there first. Yeah. Way to like just like. <laughs> gently get I us could into just the end story. there i could <laughs> yeah. just end there and be like you're welcome but i'm not okay awesome. all right so on may 23rd 1981 28 year old linda sutton was abducted 10 days later her mutilated body was found handcuffed and her left breast was missing her body was recovered from a park near a local motel and evidence suggested that she had been kidnapped by a, a sadist 
but there was no solid clues. Okay. Um, for a little more detail, they found bugs inside of her stab wounds because she'd been there for like like yeah for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. So they basically made a home inside her body. Ew. Okay. Ew. So so basically, with Linda, they stabbed her, removed her breast, probably ate it since that's what they do. And then they just threw her in the middle of this dirt. And because it took so long for them to find her, like, these bugs had just, like, found their way inside her body. How, like, just horrible. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So almost a year later, on May 15th, 1982, 21-year-old Lorraine Borowski was scheduled to open a local realtor's office where she worked. Employees ended up showing up to the office noticing that Lorraine had not come into the office, but her shoes and purse were scattered on the floor. So That's obviously weird. something yeah. happened, right? People just don't do that. Yeah. Police were called to the scene, but they couldn't find any evidence. It just looked like homie left her purse and shoes behind, which mm. obviously isn't true. Right. Finally, her body was found uh, five months later in a cemetery. Her body, again, was so decomposed at this point that they couldn't find a cause of death, but it was the same thing. She'd been stabbed and her left breast had been removed. Oh, my gosh. On May 29th, Shuey Mack sure mm-hmm. was reported missing from hanover park later her mutilated body was found uh, months later same cause of death stab wounds and her breast was missing so Should obviously we? at this point the police know that there's, there's something someone yeah. going on yeah. it's a group of people it's a single person but all of these are matching it's obviously right. the same killer right on june 13th angel york a prostitute was f- the first survivor of these attacks so she was picked up by a van, a man in a van, who handcuffed her, slashed her breast open, and dumped her on the side of the road. Oh my god, that would hurt so bad. Yes. Because she didn't see anything, police were unable to find her attacker. There was no evidence. They knew <sighs> because of the thing with her breast. They were yeah. like, it's most likely the same killer, but there's no evidence on you. We can't do anything. Why did he let her go? Like, I don't know. That's I, mean, I don't know if she lucky. didn't get they didn't mean to if maybe they got scared and just left her or if it was just one of the dudes trying to do it without the group maybe maybe. yeah but definitely not normal yes uh on august 28th a teenage hooker sandra delaware was found stabbed and strangled to death by the chicago river what linked her to these other murders was that her left breast was was missing so this time they did a little bit different. Instead of stabbing her to death and then removing the breast, they strangled her to death and mm-hmm. stabbed her. So it was a little different, but because the breast was mo- was missing, obviously that linked it, it connected. to the same killer. Yep. Right. On September 8th, Rose Davis, age 30th, was found in a Chicago alley. She had been strangled and stabbed to death, and her left breast had been amputated. <sighs> All these poor... Right. Uh, on October 6th, Beverly Washington, 20, was found nude and beaten outside Chicago Railroad track, but she had survived. Her breast, her left breast had been severed, <laughs> and her right breast had been slashed. So she had been attacked. They removed her breast. The other one, would I don't know, they tried to, yeah. but they didn't stab her or anything, but she did survive. So again, I don't know why, what's different with these ladies, like why they happened. got out. My guess is that the cult leader wasn't around and yeah. they just let her go. Right. But, you know, who knows? That's wild. What they were thinking. She was in very bad condition and couldn't speak or move, but she was able to give some signs and, like, write on a piece of paper the details that she did know. This sounds like a horror movie, right? honestly. It is, basically. Yeah. 
She let police know that she was drugged and pulled into an alley. She was then handcuffed. And then a man took a piano wire, wrapped it around her <gasps> breast, and pulled harder and harder. Oh, my God. Until it popped off and she passed out. So this was how they were removing the breast. It wasn't just like a knife, like a chop. They were wrapping a wire around it. And like it literally and pulling it, it until it popped off. Holy shit. I tried to just like. <laughs> Did you try and see what? I tried to see what it was like, but my boobs aren't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, a piano yes, wire that would cut A piano cut in, wire. Oh my God. So she was unable to give more details about the man who did it just because she she had some detail around yeah. it and where she was. Right. But because he handcuffed her, drugged her, and then she passed out through the yeah. pain, she didn't have a lot more detail about what happened after that. She didn't know why she was set free at this point. Um, yeah. Like, yes. what in the world? Why some yes. and not the others? That's I don't get it. Yes. So... With little detail she did give about who kidnapped her and took her, police caught a break with evidence and ed- ended up arresting Robin Getch. So something gotcha. about the evidence and what she was saying linked them together. They charged him with the assault on Beverly Washington, but because there was no proof linking him to the other killers, he posted bill October 6th or 26th. Uh-huh. Uh, so now little bits and pieces are starting to link together with and everything. at least they now he's like on their yes. radar. So he's now they're keeping their eye on him, right? Mm-hmm. When looking into Getch, they found out that he had been renting a room with four other men at the Villa Park Motel, which was where Linda Sutton was found, the first lady. Okay. The manager of this motel said that he remembered this group as party animals, and then they brought a lot of women to their room. <sighs> Uh, he said that there was some kind of cultist, perhaps devil worshipping happening. The manager's just like, <laughs> They seemed kind now, of like devil worshippers. I don't know. Now that you mention it. Yeah, seriously, I just picture this old man with his cane. <laughs> uh, police then tracked this to 23-year-old Thomas Cocorales, the guy I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and the suspect ended up fa- failing a polygraph examination and cracked under pressure. So... He explained that this was a satanic chapel that they had in their house apartment uh, where they would bring women to torture them with knives, ice picks. They would then gang rape them and would sacrifice them to Satan. Oh, my God. He also gave the names of his brother, Edward, and finally, Robin Getch. Mm-hmm. Thomas went on to explain that they would do cultic, is that how you say it? Cult, sure. Cultic yeah. rituals which would include severing one or both breasts with a thin wire. If it is a ritual, don't you know if it's one or the other? Like, it's gotta be... I'm like, it's... And then they would take communion by eating a piece before adding the breast to their trophy box. The trophy box? So they just have a box full of boobs? So as a Mormon religion, they would, you know, eat bread. Okay, communion. Some wine. That's like when they like eat the little like. Yes. Uh huh. But they would eat a breast. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know. Whatever. Float your boat. I guess. Cracker breast. <laughs> What's the difference? What's a the lot. Difference? At one I point, I can't believe they have a box of boobs. They have like, a box just, of boobs. Ugh. And at one point, he counted fifteen breasts within this trophy box. <sighs> so now, only not only were they eating these breasts, but they were also masturbating into it. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I really like hate this. I don't like. I feel weird saying it to you guys, but this is what happened. That's what they did. So this was enough for the plus, the plus, the police, 
This was enough for the police <laughs> to go arrest all of the men and put them in jail with a million dollar bond. I just like, Whatever. it's absurd to me that there's like this cult leader and he's like, you guys, this ritual says that we got to pop off breath yeah. and then jerk off onto them. And, and all the other Satan dudes are will like, be like guys, and Satan is, this is like are, what Satan this wants. This is what's up. And all the other dudes are like, for sure. They're like, that makes sense. Totally. Obviously, Satan Thank wants us you, to get boobs. Yeah. Like, Thank you, Getch. You're Thank you so Getch. smart. <laughs> Lead the way. So Fine, when searching <laughs> when searching Get's apartment, it revealed this so-called satanic chapel along with multiple satanic books, like literature. Thomas was charged with the slaying of Lorraine Borowski on November 12th after being charged or after finding more details coming around in Lorraine's death, uh, he decided to tell them more details on what happened. So uh-huh. they kidnapped her, took her to the satanic room, drugged her, raped her, cut off her left breast with a wire, and then had sex with her wound where the Ew. breast was. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they then took an axe to her body and hit her over and over before dumping her body. Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, Brother Andrew and Edward were charged on November 14th with the rape and murder of Rose Davis. Robin Getch faced multiple charges of attempted murder, rape, and aggravated battery. Mm -hmm. He stood trial in March of 1983 and was convicted on all counts. Robin was convicted to 120 years in prison. Or, if to put it simply, life. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know why we gotta put a number on it, but life in prison. Like, he's gonna die in there. Yes. So... When I was doing all this research, I found this article that came up, and it said, Man, part of Chicago Ripper crew, out of jail. What? So, Thomas Corcorales, or whatever his name, who admitted to killing Lorraine Borowski, was up for the parole. The one that cracked. Yep, the one was that... up for parole in 2017, and <gasps> got out. No way! Yep. So, he is a free man. He was able to get out because psychiatrists who evaluated him said that he was not sexually uh he was like not sexually into these things anymore and that his iq was so low there was no way that he had anything to do this that he was just following a cult leader because that's okay (laughs) so yeah he's out living his best life apparently tell me how you're actually proving that he's not wanting to Eat breastuses? Eat breastuses anymore. <laughs> like, how can you... You're just putting a breast in front of him? Like, you... this does tempt you anymore? <laughs> no? Oh. Oh, you released, could then. Released. Like, I don't know. How do you confirm that? And so he served probably... I mean, he served, what, 40 years, maybe? That's I don't know. insane. But still, he killed someone. Well, and how do you how do you just get released and not go to, like, a mental institution or yeah. something? You know and what he I mean? might like, be. He maybe had to spend some yeah. time in there. But the article that I read is that he got out. That's so scary. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is so scary. And I'm sure there's millions of people out there who oh, have yeah. raped, abused, or murdered someone and they're out. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Because of good... What is it that they say it that they good behavior yeah good behavior yeah good on, good on you no didn't eat any breasts in prison oh, so good I was been I've been watching you <laughs> <laughs> my boobies hurt <laughs> all right Kylie God there you go well, I apologize I don't even like know where to like <laughs> how do I follow that that that's is... okay at least we had one gruesome one and Ugh. then we have you know one that's a little tame. not so gruesome it's a little like tamer than that totally. good 
Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I can't get over it. Holy shit. <laughs> the grossest part is, like, they had to masturbate in the breast. Like, it didn't, wasn't flavorful enough for you. Yeah, like... <laughs> They like did it once, and then they were like, "You know what? You the know what ritual makes this taste better? actually requires this next step." <laughs> oh, I forgot step. a part that Satan told I, me yesterday. Yeah, Satan hit me step. up, and he's like, <laughs> "Y'all are doing this wrong." He slid into them DMs, yo. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh gosh. Um. Okay, n- guys, this is a very serious topic, and we apologize. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> the wildness of it, right? Like the yes. fact that they're using like a piano wire. The fact like, that it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's insane. But good on you. <laughs> Robin. Ron. Gitch. 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 <laughs> um, okay. So let me just like barrel through this since <laughs> like mine's nowhere near as good as Aubrey's. Uh, so my story starts with a woman's body that was found underneath the bleachers near this high school. Ooh. It was a young woman and she was naked and bound with rope. She was beaten and her face had been crushed and there were stab wounds to her head. Jeez. So this is how we're starting. So cool. I'm glad we both came in real strong. We came in real hot. (laughs) Maybe we need to do this moving forward. They're like, I don't care where he was born or where he went to school. (laughs) Yeah, we don't care about that childhood. Um, police found, or police think that the murder weapon for this woman, uh, was these, like, rocks that they found near the area, because they were, like, covered in blood, right? Yeah. Um, they identify the victim as Doreen Levesque. Uh, I think that's how you say her last name. Sure. Um, she had graduated high school recently and then immediately went to the streets and became a prostitute. All right. So the police start talking to people on the streets and trying to figure out, like, what happened because there weren't any leads. They didn't know where to start. Um, And no one ended up giving them any information. So the case went cold until about three months later when another woman's body was found murdered, naked, naked and beaten in the woods. Um, Like the same way, basically? Yeah, similar, like, similar ways. Like, not necessarily, like, a rock or whatever, but, like, same kind of style, Mm -hmm. right? Um, they didn't find any evidence of sexual assault, but found cement shards in her hair. So Ooh. they think that the the weapon was a cement block. Ooh, uh, goodness. The, this victim's name was Barbara Raposa, who had been missing for a few weeks already. She had been reported missing by her boyfriend. So what the story was is that she had had dinner with her boyfriend and then they like parted ways mm-hmm. and she had been missing since until they found her body. Okay. So, obviously, the girls' murders were kind of similar. They were both prostitutes. They both had uh, drug abuse problems. And then both crime scenes were described as ritualistic homicides. Oh, boy. Um, Ritualistic. Yeah. So, those rumors start going around the town and that their deaths were, like, a part of a satanic cult that lived right outside the town. So... Um, people, so they knew of this cult. So, like, those rumors started yeah. about, like, how it looked real uh, ritualistic. Uh-huh. So then, like, the town starts talking about it and people oh, are okay. like, well, we think well, there's, there's, like, this, this cult, cult yeah. that lives outside of the gotcha. town. Um, and people started, like, printing it in the newspapers and it turned out to be a big deal because this is the same town where, like, Lizzie Borden lived. So, don't like, they, like, is. you know the, <laughs> you don't know who Lizzie Borden <laughs> no. is? It's the Should one I? that's, like, yeah, I don't want to... <laughs> Lizzie Borden's the, like, uh, spinster lady that, like, killed both her parents, like, back in the day. And it's like, Lizzie Borden took an axe. Okay. You have no idea what I'm talking I about no right idea. now. And I'm, I apologize because you think I'd be a murder fan over here. Well, I'll educate you on Lizzie Borden <laughs> Maybe later. we'll do a podcast on her one day. <laughs> um, 
But anyway, so it's like a big deal and people in the town are like freaking out. They're like, what's going on? And so then uh, Barbara's boyfriend, uh, Andre, Andy, I can't remember what his name is, to be honest. We'll just call him Andy. Yeah. He ends up coming forward and saying that him and Barbara were a part of like a sex group, a sex worker group uh, that were a part of this cult that worships Satan. Okay. So. Jeez, Satan. I have a little clip. I'm ready. A man named Andre Maltese comes forward with a shocking claim. He and Barbara are both part of a core group of about 10 people in the sex industry who worship Satan. Satanism is about sexuality. It's about greed. It's about gluttony. I mean, anything that you feel driven to do is allowed because you don't have all the biblical rules and regulations laid on you. If you feel a primal instinct, act on it, act on it now, just do whatever you want to do. So, I just so put that in there to tell you. a little bit of background. Yeah. I like that, yeah. So yeah. you kind of know what it's, that's. What it's, what it's about, yeah. right? The group is mostly made up of prostitutes. And their leader is a 25-year-old pimp named Carl Drew. He leads the group into the forest many nights to have satanic rituals and sacrifices for the devil, and they do sex acts out in the woods as well. The sex acts. The sex acts. The police end up meeting up with this girl named Karen Marsden, a prostitute within the cult, and they start to try and build, like, a relationship with her because they're trying to get, like, more info about it because mm-hmm. um, they don't have anything right now that ties any of these cult yeah. leaders to the, to the deaths other than, like... Barbara's boyfriend but there's still no actual yeah, evidence no, yeah there's no clues yeah um so they they meet up with Car- Karen Marsden they're trying to like get more information about the cult she actually let them sit through one of their meetups hmm. like they let she like let them come to like like one of yeah. the meetups in the apartment and like they were chanting for Satan and the the detective the because awesome. the documentary I was watching the detective was like and they were all chanting for Satan <laughs> he looked like so scared um, I mean I don't want to be a part of that right So she denies knowing anything about the murders, but she did give them some information about the cult. Um, She confirmed that Carl Drew was the leader and that he called himself the son of Satan. Mm. Um, She also took them to this place deep within the woods where they did a lot of the like rituals. Uh, it was she took him to a place where Carl said he had killed many people and pulled them into this pond that was called Greenwater. So wait, where's Carl? Carl's the pimp that's, like, the leader, right? But he's still here. He hasn't been arrested or anything. Nope, nothing. This is just Karen kind of giving the police, like, little bits of information about the cult. Got it. Um, So the place that she takes them to is, like, this deep in the woods. It's, like, this pond, but they call it green water or a.k.a. Satan's water. And this is where Carl Drew said that he killed a ton of people. Mm. That's what he's telling these cult people. Yeah, that's what he's telling the cult people. So in this area, there were pentagrams carved onto the trees, and um, they say that they do the pentagram so that, like, when you do summon spirits, you can stay within the pentagram and yep. stay safe yes. or something. D- didn't you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> Should I have? Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Such a common I would, practice. I could not hang with the satanic <laughs> cult. I'd be like, uh, breastuses? Breastuses for dinner? For dinner? <laughs> I'm going to just go get some, like, Chick-fil-A or, like, you guys do that. I'll see Like you. a chicken breast? I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure. Like, ooh, no thanks. Ugh. Oh, what, what sauce are you putting on it? <laughs> as long as it's not Chick-fil-A, I guess. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I didn't know that. But 
There were also altars set up within the woods, and that made them think that they were sacrificing animals on them. So the closer that Karen ends up getting to the police, the more scared she got of Drew and the cult because she, you know, getting nervous that she was going to, like be caught that talking to the police like but the more that she talks to the police like the less like brainwashed she's becoming from the cult so she's like realizing kind of like what she's gotten herself into yeah um she just started to get this feeling that she was going to be the next victim and the detective Mm. on the case urged her to go into witness protection but for whatever reason she refused so shocker (laughs) but karen ends up going missing Um, The police obviously suspect the cult and its leader, Drew, but they don't have any real evidence. Two months after Karen's disappearance, her toothless skull, bits of hair were found in the woods again. Um, They couldn't find her body. They had they just, only found her skull. And at this point, it's a skull. Maybe not skull, but maybe like her, like head? her head. Yeah. Ugh. Yep. And I don't know why it was toothless, but. He probably pulled her teeth out. Yeah, they think whoever killed her decapitated her. And then they think because there was this pig farm nearby, they think that they threw her body into the pig farm and the pigs ate it. it. The pigs will eat anything you give them. (laughs) (laughs) That creeps me out. Yeah, he probably pulled her teeth out so that you couldn't like identify her or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Other so. But since they found Karen, other members within the cult were, like, getting worried that they were going to get implicated with, like, the murders because they know that they're, like, all under heavy watch Watch, now. Um, So they end up starting to work with the police and, like, let them listen in on their phone calls. Um, The police, like, even, like, bought them beer and weed to keep them, like, interested in helping them. They were like, whatever you need, but just let us listen. Weird. So what ends up being crazy is that they end up overhearing a phone call where someone sells that someone says that they killed Karen, but they're never going to be able to find it out because they took all their clothes off while they did it. So there's no there's evidence. There's still things called yeah. fingerprints and skin cells, home slice. Well, this person ended up being a 17-year-old girl oh. within the cult named Robin Murphy. Huh. Yeah. So... She actually had a lot of control and pull within like the set, like the group of prostitutes as well. And people start pointing her out to be the actual leader of the cult. A 17 year old Um, girl. Yes. And that she would use Satanism to like intimidate people. Hmm. They end up arresting both Robin Murphy and Carl Drew. And it was like determined that both of them controlled the cult together. So they think that the couple killed Doreen Levesque because she was like an outsider of the cult and was like encroaching in their like prostitute territory. Yeah. And then they and then Barbara Raposa knew about it and uh, they were worried that she was going to like give out details about them killing Doreen. So they killed Barbara. And then same thing with uh, Karen Marsden. She knew that Robin and Carl had killed Barbara and saw her as like the weak link all along. Yeah. Um, Robin agreed to plead second-degree murder for Karen Marsden's and testified against Carl Drew in the other cases. A few things about the murders. When, uh, when Doreen Levesque was murdered with those rocks, apparently Robin made everyone in the cult take a rock and hit her with it and was like, now you're murderers too. So, like, you obviously, you can't say anything because you're a part of it. My goodness. Um, and then when... They killed Karen Marsden. Carl had raped her, 
put him put her over his lap and cut her head off and i found this article i couldn't prove like i couldn't find anywhere else that like confirmed it but there was this one article that said that like they played football with her head after the murder and like kicked it like back and forth because just a spirit or just because satan's nice, like why not a yep. round of football yeah, now they i mean they could be into sports i guess down in hell whatever <laughs> yeah they're into and in another weird uh thing of the murder of barbara this again couldn't be like proved or linked to carl because they didn't have the specific evidence her boyfriend andre actually ended up getting um com- convicted of her murder so huh. Carl got convicted of Karen and Doreen. Uh-huh. Robin got convicted of second degree murder for Doreen yeah. or Karen. Karen, I think. Yep. And then Andre actually got convicted of Barbara's murder and ended up dying in prison. So, um, but they were all part of this cult. They were all a part of this cult. So, Got like, it. they all just interlinked and yeah. everything. Um, and there was some weird stuff about him, too, the Andre guy. Like, he had, like, a ton of, like, sexual abuse offenses. And, like, he was, like, re- registered as a pedophile. So he, a so he had some weird shit. Yeah. Um, Carl Drew was convicted for uh, life. And then Robin was only sentenced for 15 years and was out in parole in 2004. And no, yeah. 2004, so Robin out. Robin out? Robin's out. Why do these people get to be out? I don't know. Get back in there. That is wild. Jeez. So, anyway, that's the murder. I had a feeling. No breastuses cut off. No breastuses, but there was pigs eating bodies. Yes. I feel like these murders, and I was kind of prepared for it, were going to be pretty gruesome. Yeah. Just because satanic killings aren't just like. It's not like a. Uh, like a easy clean thing it's like a or sacrificing like a, crime of a body or whatever it's not like yeah. enough those affair ones where it's yes. like, you know what i mean yeah. like it's just like i shot you and you're you know no but they're like, doing this for a ritual yeah. and it's gonna be gruesome yes Ugh. so gross we apologize <laughs> and i love how this is out on a sunday happy, happy holy day. day happy holy day happy father's day <laughs> i love it Okay, that's it. That's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Friends, Two Murders. Go follow us on Instagram at Two Friends, Two Murders podcast. Episodes are available on both Apple Podcast and Buzzsprout. Don't forget to go leave us a review and share the episode with your friends. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us via Instagram or email us at twofriendstwomurderspodcast at gmail.com.